0: Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Before we get started today, I wanted to invite y'all into something very special. If you resonate with this energy that we're expressing here, then this is something that you will probably enjoy. It's an opportunity to deepen with our community and expand your current network of creatives. We now have a program here at Awakening Genius that is designed to help you embody the infinite creative potential that you have. We all have equal amounts of creative possibility living within us and it's our work to embody it and ground it so that we can consciously co-create a world together. Now, some of us don't identify with the label artist, but being an artist is not about whether you express yourself through a specific medium like painting or drawing. Being an artist is the level of presence you hold when you do anything. That's why an original painting is infinitely more valuable than a print because the artist actually interacted with that painting and infused it with their energy and consciousness. Art is an energetic transmission and it's not limited to the things we traditionally think of as art. When your grandmother cooks you a meal and infuses it with love, that is artistry in action. So inside of the awakening genius container, you learn how to cultivate high vibrational energy into the temple of your body through yogic practices. And then you will practice wielding that energy through creative exercises with community and play shops led by a diverse range of creatives so you can express your artistry however you choose to. If that sounds intriguing to you and you wanna learn more and you wanna deepen with us, go visit www.awakeninggenius.club The link is also in the show notes, so you can access it there. We're looking forward to building with you, and now let's get into the episode. genius got my boy jenna kest in the house we connected for him to come on this podcast very organically one time we just ran into each other at air one i was like yo this is what i'm working on i would love to have you be a part of it but you ended up having to go out of town but we linked up at my homie ryan's house last night and it just floated i'm glad to have you here
1: thanks for having me brother
0: welcome brother yeah yeah so, just a little introduction to Jonah. His father is Brian Kest, and he's part uncle. of Uncle. No. My uncle is Brian <laughs> Kest, and maybe you can tell us more about the the Kest yogic legacy because it's pretty vast as far as I know.
1: Yeah, what do you want to know?
0: Well, you started your life kind of being like born into this path. So, I think that's different than me that came to yoga and was it's been it's always been a part of you. Yeah.
1: So. My father's a yoga teacher, and my uncle Brian's a yoga teacher right down the street in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. He has a donation studio. Mm -hmm. And their father gave the gift of yoga to them when they were 12. He moved to Hawaii and brought him with him, and they were practicing Ashtanga every morning at 6 Mm a.m. There was no way around it. Mm -hmm. They had to wake up even if they didn't feel good. It was like every morning, 30-day commitment, Ashtanga. Mm -hmm. So... They continued on with it. Brian moved to L.A. My dad still is back in Michigan, and he has his studios there. Mm. And I moved out to L.A. about three years ago to kind of get a different perspective and train with Brian and get under his wing a little bit. But yeah, it all started from my grandfather, and that's in the, the lineage is through Patabi Joyce. Their teacher was David Williams, who learned under Patabi Joyce, who was the first person to bring... Ashtanga yoga to the United States Cool, and what is specific about Ashtanga from other types of yoga? Ashtanga is definitely a more physically active type of yoga It's very strong, Mm. so I think that was what was attractive to my uncle and my dad It was like they were young boys, so it was like, it wasn't too airy-fairy It was just, it was strong, which I think got them into it A lot of handstands, a lot of arm balances But Ashtanga yoga, if you really think about it, is The reason why we have any yoga, any vinyasa class that you go to at Yoga Works at any of these studios, is the re. It came from Ashtanga. Mm. So Ashtanga was the forefront for everything. Okay. Any type of flow class, any power yoga, it all came from Ashtanga.
0: Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So. So. In my path, I've actually. Just recently reconnected with my dad, like I was telling you about, and we did a podcast, but. I definitely wasn't like born into a family lineage, but now I'm coming back to it and mm. I realize how important it is to be connected to your family and especially the men in your family because it helps mm. you figure out the type of man you want to be. And you were mentioning before we came on how you, there was a shift in your life. and. Six to eight months ago, you decided to move and fully pursue your purpose. Yeah. So maybe if you could just elaborate on what you feel like your purpose is and what that path of fully stepping into it has been like.
1: Yeah. I'd love to answer that question. And I think in order to answer it, I'm going to just bring it back just a little bit. Okay. And how I felt like I always growing up had role models. Mm -hmm. I had my dad. I had my uncle. I saw the magic in what they were doing. And I'm like, this works. It really, you could just tell by being around re- retreats and growing up running around the yoga studio I could just see people's energy and smiles after they go take a class and like really like the difference it's making in people's lives mm-hmm. and I saw that from a young age so I think I really always knew I was gonna do it but like any person whose dad does something you want to rebel mm-hmm. so it took me a while man. I was really into into sports so I didn't really fully commit to yoga until I was 17 years old. I decided to skip all sports in my senior year of high school and take and enroll in my dad's 200 hour yoga teacher training. And that was a little difficult because me and my dad, although people might assume that I come from a yoga family and that everything was all lovey-dovey, it really wasn't. I think yoga found my family for a reason because we're a pretty like, I don't want to say reactive family, but I think yoga found us for a reason. So. Mm. Growing up, playing basketball, my dad would coach me. Even with yoga, there's definitely makes things more emotional. But I think as I got older, we were able to move past that and I could really look at him, not just as my dad, but a teacher, which really, I think, strengthened our relationship and strengthened my certainty when I teach because I've just seen it so many times. So going into the question, what was the follow-up question?
0: Yeah, so one I just want to say I really appreciate you sharing that because I feel like when we see people outside of ourselves it's easy to project something onto them. He was born into a yoga family, like he lives his cool life, he travels all over the world, like his life is I wish I had his life, his life is easy, blah blah blah, but what you just spoke to is that you're still a human being, you still have a family just like everybody else you still have your shit.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of wrestling matches between me and my dad. Let's put it that way,
0: <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> the, the follow-up question was just, you were saying that six to eight months ago, you decided to take a a more intentional step into really sharing the yoga. So I would just love to hear about your process and what you learned. Yeah. What that's looked like.
1: Yeah, I feel like with my journey in itself. Although everything's been very clear for me, it's this is it, this is my purpose, I was born into it. Without it like being like blind, oh this is just what I'm supposed to do, I feel like I really did have to find it my own. But there has been a struggle of really separating myself from, I wanna say it differently, maybe separating myself of being my own person and my own teacher instead of mimicking my dad and my uncle have such a strong influence Mm -hmm. on me. So that's been a journey in itself. So I think that's one of the reasons I actually moved to LA is just to get a different perspective because I was learning from my dad every day, so I wanted a little different approach. And yeah, so I moved to LA and I was teaching, I would say, public classes just locally in Venice and Santa Monica for about two and a half years. And it was great. It really allowed me to sharpen my tools. And I felt a lot of these teachers that travel everywhere, they they teach the same thing almost like a comedian, they're like teaching the same role, Mm -hmm. they have the same jokes Mm -hmm. and I felt like for me to teach public classes really allowed me to try new things and experiment with different themes, different sequences and really build my repertoire, Mm -hmm. really build my knowledge and my experience so then I could go out and and really take it on the road and and share with as many people. So to your final question, about eight months ago I decided to fully commit and I sold my earnings I sublet my apartment and I decided to go full-time traveling so it's been about eight months and I've been hopping from city to city sharing the lineage of yoga that was taught to me mm. and it's been fucking amazing yeah <laughs> it's been really special
0: what are some of the highlights and some of the things you've learned
1: I think the biggest thing that kind of I already knew but like really I really experienced was like yoga's everywhere like everyone's doing it now it's really mainstream but it's crazy to me that not just through social media but just through yoga like you have a home and a community everywhere you go. I've been in some crazy places like on the earth and there's people that will take you in and feed you and give you a home just through the connection of yoga just because you do yoga and I do yoga we're like we're friends and experiencing that has been like almost surreal Mm. because it literally feels like I have family like globally that's wonderful yeah that's crazy
0: that's dope and then in the process of going all these places like what has been something that's been useful for you to connect with people
1: I would say like we were discussing a little bit earlier I feel like it's definitely a challenge and it, it took me a while the first few months where I've always I, I have traveled to a few cities and taught a weekend of workshops but you know to step into a new community where nobody really knows you mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to win people over like it's not just like easy like you don't just walk in there and everyone just laughs and claps like it's not like that <laughs> you really have to show up and the doors are open maybe whether through it's social media or whether through it's family or connections you've made like maybe someone will open the studio to you but there's no guarantee that people are going to like you and people are going to invite you back right so for me it's like in order to show up and really connect with people you have to give everything you got in a 90 minute class Mm. you really and I feel like the best way to do that is just completely open up and be vulnerable so everyone else can be vulnerable with you Mm. maybe that's for me sometimes i like to sing in class or be goofy and, and scream a little bit and whatever to do to I, I like to use those kind of things to first of all soften me up but in turn it softens everybody else up to really connect so those are some of the things i've learned is just like really showing up fully and not half-ass
0: yeah so the vulnerability and authenticity yeah that's yeah. huge if yeah. you don't
1: have that man you're in trouble yeah
0: you're in trouble yeah that totally makes sense and then i'm also curious like you know, your community was here, has it been like lonely and all leaving your community or like how have your relationships shifted now that you're going to spread your travel internationally?
1: Mm, you're good at this, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've done it these once or good, twice. These
1: are good questions. Yeah. yeah, this has actually been probably one of the biggest struggles. I'm really glad you asked that because to bring it back to my family, like I said, I have two role models, my father and my uncle. Mm-hmm. And one of them, my father decided to stay in one place build roots, grow a community, and not leave. Hey. I don't think my dad's taken an actual personal vacation in 20 years. Mm. Like, he has been committed to creating community. Mm-hmm. Whereas my uncle travels to over 100 cities a year. Mm. And he's almost... He loves what he does, but he's almost, I want, he's almost stuck because he has to travel to send his kids to his private school and you know, feed his family. So he has a global community, but I think there's something really beautiful about just like... Committing and staying in one spot. Mm -hmm. So I've been like experimenting with both. Like I tried it in LA, it was amazing, but now I'm like trying what he's doing Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing the benefits of both lifestyles. But I'll be honest with you, traveling is not as glamorous as it looks on Instagram and it looks from stories because A, it's exhausting. Security lines, airport, like it's just, it's hectic. You're never really like. Your diet's always compromised. You're always jet lagged. Every relationship you make is like very short. You don't really have an opportunity to like, unless you're really good at staying in touch with people Mm -hmm. via online. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the downsides. But some of the upsides are you get to meet new people, have new experiences, try new foods. Mm -hmm. For me, I feel like this is definitely a short term thing. Mm -hmm. But right now I'm just not even thinking about it. I'm just being present and doing it. But those are like the, the things I've been struggling with. Do I want to like maybe move back home and open up a studio or just or do I want to keep being on the road? Yoga rock star. Like,
0: totally. Yeah, I totally get it. And there's like phases to life and like maybe this is a phase of traveling and taking in stimulus and then that will further inform how you really want to like show up. In the world I do this project the storytelling project souls of society mm. and like I spent years like walking the street and talking to people and like Taking a lot of input a lot of interaction and in the last couple of years. I've just been like No, nah, I just want to stay at the crib. You know, <laughs> I just want to stay in my little zone. Yeah, and I Used to judge myself for that and I was like, mm. no, nah, I've been doing a lot like I've been spreading and sharing a lot of energy So now it's like a a grounding and an integration Mm. time. So, yeah, in my life in general, I'm just trying to do what feels right, like intuitively Mm -hmm. as opposed to what my mind wants to happen. Oh, I want to be going out there or even like with my diet, you know, I'm a vegan or like all these things, like I've let go of all of that. And what in the present moment is myself asking of myself?
1: Those are some good insights. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to be very selective on where you're expanding your energy and who you're giving it to and what you're giving it to. Those are really good practices to have because if you give yourself away or spread yourself out too thin, you'll eventually break down. Totally.
0: Yeah. And I've experienced that. I was telling you about that this morning, like in a new relationship, not being as intentional with my energy as I would like but also taking like one there's taking responsibility for that and mm-hmm. not making it someone else's fault. Yeah. And then two, recognizing that I'm human mm-hmm. and I'm not always going to be operating at the highest efficiency most aligned state of being. That's not what being human is about. So it's like noticing what's not working and then correcting it. Yeah. You know.
1: And also just being true to yourself. Like for example in your relationship just really setting the boundaries and just You being so confident and certain in your journey that nothing else can get in the way of it. Mm. And it almost comes from a place of it's not discipline, like it's not all like I'm so disciplined, I'm gonna wake up every morning and go to sunrise. Right. It can't you're you can't be fueled by discipline. You have to be fueled by something you love and something you're passionate about. Yes. Because I asked my dad, he wakes up every morning and he, he does his follow the yogi practice, ashtanga, where he does his practice. And people come and practice with him. And I'm like, how have you woken up that early for the last, how did you cultivate that discipline? And he goes, it's not discipline. I don't have to try. I love doing it. And when you, people are so caught up with all these like social media people, Gary Vee, oh, you have to be disciplined. You have to do the things you don't want to do. It's like, I don't believe in that, I, don't believe that either, yeah. I believe if you're passionate and you love it, you're going to want to do it. Right. You're going to want to work it's, it's all devotion. day, every day.
0: Devotion.
1: So, I think people should spend less time trying to be disciplined and just figure out what they love. I what, totally agree. That's the beauty of it. And that's then what's you'll find that. your purpose, yeah. man. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, so there it is. <laughs> How to fully commit to your purpose. You know, it's finding what you love and being devoted to that. Not like pushing, but more like flowing, like doing the things that make you feel good. Yeah. Being vulnerable, being authentic, allowing yourself to be human.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really inclined to have this conversation with you when I heard the title of your podcast. And I think that just by having these conversations, and I, last night I actually googled what it means to be a legend when huh. you told me the title. And the first thing that came up was when somebody wins a thousand victories, anybody that has won a thousand battles is considered to be a legend. Hmm. And then I kept doing a little bit more research, and I found a quote from the Buddha that I feel like relates to being a legend and having victories, and that kind of relates to this conversation. And it went, I'm gonna paraphrase here, but it said, more important to win a thousand battles to win the victory over yourself. Mm. And I think in order to win the victories outside of yourself, first you have to win the victory within yourself. And those go back to things like being true to yourself, winning the victory over your sluggishness, over your addictions. There's so many obstacles, and we give all our energy and attention to everything else, like uh, to other people, to other material things. So we really have to turn the attention inwards, and then we can be fully present and fully in purpose. Yes. And that's, to me, what it means to be a legend. Beautifully said. (laughs) (laughs) Freestyle. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Freestyle. I appreciate that. This is uh, Johnny Kest. You can find him on Instagram at Kest Yoga. Anything else you wanna share with the people?
1: Well, man, I'm just grateful to be on here and I'm really grateful to you. I cannot wait to follow the rest of your journey and see all the the souls that you touch. Love you, brother. Love you too, brother. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Connect with us on social media at Awakening Genius. And if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode, you can go to awakeninggenius.club. This is Dijon. Much love. Peace.